It's Tuesday, September 1, 2009. We've seen more uh, water tankers up here and firefighters than, than I've ever seen before. California on fire. Lights out on light bulbs. Summer of AstroTurf, plus the road to solar. All of that and more straight ahead from within the Ring of Fire. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com in Los Angeles. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this is your Green News Report. They're doing an awesome job. We really appreciate the firefighters. We certainly do. And yes. these fires are raging out of control really all around us uh, here in Los Angeles County and now spreading beyond. What's the latest, Desi Doyen? Well, California fire season is off to a roaring start with multiple wildfires in Southern California that continue to burn out of control. Now, the biggest in the country right now is the Station Fire in East Los Angeles County. As of Tuesday morning, it's burned over 120,000 acres. That's 190 square miles. Two firefighters have been killed and 53 homes destroyed. Officials have asked the public to reduce their energy use to avoid blackouts as the fire threatens vital power transmission lines. And officials say that other fires in the area appear to have been set by arson. The deputy fire chief called the station fire unprecedented for its speed. Yeah, these things are spreading. We're looking out at uh, gray skies now, really, uh, ashen skies over the last uh, couple of days here in Los Angeles. Triple-digit temperatures for the last several days. Not incredibly high winds, but I understand those high winds will be moving in. The Santa Ana's may be coming in tonight, making the job even more difficult for firefighters. The firefighters may get help from Mexico, however. A very rare Pacific hurricane is moving up the west coast of Mexico and may send some rain. Officials in Mexico have issued evacuation orders for the tip of Baja, California, in advance of Hurricane Jimena, currently a Category 4. Now, more intense and uh, frequent wildfires and hurricanes are one of the predictions made by climate scientists as as a consequence of global warming. So we don't know that these fires and, and now this uh, hurricane coming up the coast, we don't know that uh, these necessarily have anything to do with global warming, climate change, It's impossible so to connect one specific event to uh, global warming, but this is in line with predictions that this will happen more frequently and more intensely. And it does seem like we're seeing them more frequently, and then we have to look forward once the rainy season comes in, especially out here in California, uh, the mudslides and, and so forth on the areas that have been uh, burned out through these summer fires. Thomas Edison invented the first one over 100 years ago, and now it's lights out for the incandescent bulb, which is being phased out in Europe, the European Union starting today. Retailers may sell off any stock they have on hand, but they won't be importing any more. Now, the Bush administration mandated a switch for the United States to phase out incandescent bulbs here starting in 2012. Energy-efficient light bulbs use up to 80% less energy and last far longer. The Bush administration? They, yes. they wanted us to get rid of the incandescent light bulbs? Yes. Why won't the Bush administration get their hands off my light bulbs? Are, really, I had no idea. So we're, we're going to be getting rid of those in 2012? Yes. I, I, obviously, I'm dubious, but uh, sounds good to me. The summer of AstroTurf continues. AstroTurfing is the term given to fake grassroots organizations that purport to be average citizens but actually are backed by corporations to advance corporate interests. Backed by millions of dollars in corporate interests, we've I been, might add. We've been hearing most about AstroTurf groups using disinformation to gin up outrage over health care reform, but landmark legislation on clean energy is also getting the full treatment. First, we had the scandal of the forged letters purported to be from civil rights groups that were sent to some House members to attempt to trick them into voting against clean energy legislation. 
Coalition. The letters were part of a PR campaign paid for by the American Coalition for Clean Coal Electricity. Now we know that the clean coal people knew about the forged letters two days before the big vote in the House, but neglected to inform legislators. And we've discovered now that the temp employee that sent those letters was paid a productivity bonus for sending out so many letters. The employee was hired for only seven days, but he was given the productivity bonus before they say they discovered the letters had been forged and had been sent. I gotta go to work for these guys. Now, Talking Points Memo has obtained the call scripts used by Bonner and Associates, the PR firm that explicitly instruct employees to lie and pretend to be from senior citizen or veterans groups to trick community organizations in any particular congressional district into opposing clean energy legislation. Now we know that another fake group calling themselves Friends of Coal is actually run by a PR company and uses photos on its website that it says are average citizens but turn out to be photos bought on a stock photo page on the web. Rachel Maddow did a terrific job of covering this uh, late last week. We'll have that video up at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. you got to see it. It's amazing what they, how they copied and pasted. Luckily, the public doesn't seem to be falling for the astroturfing. A new Washington Post ABC poll shows that a majority of Americans, nearly 60%, still support clean energy legislation and the Obama administration's handling of it. 52% support cap-and-trade policies to curb emissions. And the public overwhelmingly supports a switch to solar, wind, and electric cars by 80%. Only a small portion, just 5%, think global warming is not an issue. Speaking of solar... There's 25,000 square miles, roughly, as of 2003 in the lower 48 states. If we covered that with solar panels, just a 15% efficiency, we produce almost enough to power the entire world. Well, there's an idea. Yeah, that was the inventor of solar roadways who just got a Department of Transportation grant to produce a prototype solar highway, literally solar panels embedded in roadways around the nation. The roadway would be a structurally sound solar panel embedded and connected to the grid, which would replace the petroleum-based asphalt we have around the nation. Keep the government's hands off my roads. Read about that and much more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Electric Avenue.